Peters, and speaking for Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We continue today in Romans chapter 8, moving on to verses 7 and 8. These verses continue Paul's description of the two different mindsets of mankind, that of the sinful nature and that of the spirit. The former leads to death, the latter to life and peace. In verse 6, which we looked at on our previous study, we saw that the sinful nature is bound up with death. Now, here in verse 7, we will see that there is hostility to God and insubordination. In verse 8, we are told that this mindset is totally unacceptable to God. Here now are verses 6, 7, and 8, and Paul writes, Following after the Holy Spirit leads to life and peace. But following after the old nature leads to death, because the old sinful nature within us is against God. It never did obey God's laws, and it never will. That's why those who are still under the control of their old sinful selves, bent on following their old evil desires, can never please God.
These verses reveal just how hopelessly incorrigible and utterly destitute the flesh really is. It is a spiritual anarchist. This demolishes any theory that there is a divine spark in man and that somehow he has a secret bent toward God. The truth is that man is the enemy of God and is actively involved in rebellion against him. Now, here to bring us today's study is Pastor Henry Harder. Are we as humans really totally bad? Is there nothing good within us that God could accept? I want you to hear what Paul writes to the Romans in chapter 8, verses 7 and 8. Here it is. Because the sinful mind is hostile to God, it does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. Everyone whose heart is set on this world who has that mindset hates God. According to John in 1 John 2.15, I was amazed how often the Bible writers state that idea in different ways. I must take the Bible at face value and believe what it declares. Everyone who refuses Christ, who is God in the flesh, hates God. Man tried to kill him. In fact, man succeeded. The fact is that such people often don't know that they hate God. They may even imagine that they love God and are doing his will as Saul did before his completion. Often they love a God who is only mercy and love. They hate a God who is also justice and judgment. They love a God they formed according to what they think God should be rather than what he himself claims to be. It is important to believe in God as he is, not as we want him to be. No, the fact is that sinful man is hostile to God as God really is. It can't be any other way. Paul writes here that the sinful mind is hostile to God and doesn't submit to him because it can't do so. It is impossible for a carnal mind to be subject to God. It's a logical contradiction to say that a godless person can be godly. Every act, even an act that appears good, is not looked upon as good if it doesn't have the right motive behind it, the love of God, and if it isn't done for the right end, the glory of God. I say again, even that which a non-believer does that appears so good isn't if the motives and the goals are wrong. Every act of every unconverted person is in God's sight considered evil. That's a tough declaration, but that's the declaration of the Bible. No one is then capable of doing good. Every unsaved person, no matter how good, is a slave to sin. They may boast of their freedom, but that freedom is an illusion. It is a trick. They may affirm that they can do good and obey God, but the fact is that every moral agent who is inclined by nature to do evil will choose to do it. It can be no other way. As God is disposed to do good and cannot do evil, so man, controlled by his evil nature, is disposed to do evil and will choose to do evil. Man has a tendency to do evil, and that he will do. God cannot choose evil. That is contrary to his nature. Man cannot choose to do good. That is contrary to his nature. 
So a human who has the evil nature is dominated by it and cannot do what is godly. Since man is inclined to do evil, evil he will do. We can't do anything else. According to the Bible, then, the natural man is totally incapable of choosing and doing what is good. If that is true, if man is incapable of doing good, then is God fair in judging man and punishing him for what he has to do? He can't help it. How can man be held responsible for something he can't do anything about? Isn't that pure and simple divine determinism? Now, while it is true, while man is a captive of sin, he is so voluntarily. God's sovereignty does not reduce man to a machine that neither thinks nor wills. Man is always a voluntary moral agent. Just as Adam chose to disobey God in the garden, so every person chooses to disobey him. That's all he can do because that's his choice. If it weren't his choice, then man could not be blamed for his evil, and man should not be punished for doing evil. The fact is that every person can have the ability given him by God to change disposition. The Holy Spirit works within every person to draw him to Christ. Every person can be set free to act as God would have him act. That is true freedom. If you are listening to this program, either by radio or cassette, and you do not possess the life of Christ, and you feel a tug in that direction, that is God's Spirit at work. Without Him, you would be unable to even feel a pull toward God. That's total depravity. God has to move within us. God has to move us in His direction. Every person needs to respond to that inner voice and receive Jesus Christ. Only then can a person begin to please God. It is impossible to please God any other way. Once a person is born again, that is, has within him the life of Christ, then good actions that proceed out of right motives, the love of God, and are directed to the right end, the glory of God, are acceptable and pleasing in His sight.
What's New is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.